Hello and welcome to Comedy in a Nutshell, a podcast in which I, your host, Mark Decano, interview people in and around the comedy circuit. It's a disparate and needy search for meaning in the soulless world of capitalist exploitation, or, you know, just a bit of fun. My guest this episode founded Tickled Pink All-Star Female Comedy Night in Leicester in 2018 to showcase women in comedy. She's continued to do so live and online and this year held a show in that London with new dates booked to follow. It's host and comedy promoter Judith Critchley. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for coming on the show with me. You're most welcome. So tell me about how uh, Tickle Pink All-Star Female Comedy Night got started, because you launched in 2018 with basically no experience of launching a comedy night at all. Is that right? Exactly. Yes. So um, basically, um, I did um, a stand-up comedy course. In Leicester, we've got um, a really good um, setup called Bright Sparks in Mental Health. So they on lots of different creative um, sort of events really uh, regularly for uh, people with long-term mental health conditions to go along and I I live with bipolar disorder so I I went along Mm -hmm. to do a stand-up course and I did that and I performed um, at the end in the exchange bar in Leicester uh, for about five minutes (laughs) and uh, so I did some stand-up for probably about a year and yeah. and then I thought because um, well I found because of my own circumstances I'm a single mum and it, you know to be a comedian to really hone your art you've got to you know be really committed and spend the time um, as yes. I, I can see from uh, the comedians I I have on my nights and so mm. I just thought well I'll give um, I'll put on an event you know and um, I had put on other fundraising events before but I thought well um I I just contacted the firebug arranged a night somehow um put together a lineup uh, put a shout out on social media which is something it is good for and then um and then had a lineup and and advertised it and people came so that's how it started so so how was that initial response when you you reach out to people and say Hi, I'm new to this. Um, do you want to come and take a chance? How did you? What kind of response did you get from the people that you were approaching? Yeah, I got a really good response. So it was a, um, a I would say, a pretty um, good sized audience. Mm-hmm. People were receptive. They enjoyed it, and so yeah. that was sort of what I needed to to carry on. But it's been a massive learning curve, and um, yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm as just it's just me running the night and I'm very small compared to other comedy nights but it just takes a long time to grow mm. and and I think it's my passion project really I don't make yeah. any money out of it mm. um but it's something that I really enjoy doing and I get a lot out of so yeah the comedy night that you set up specifically highlights uh women in comedy so yes. what what brought that to the fore in your mind? What is it that you saw or didn't see that you thought, this is something that I'm going to step up and get involved in? Yes. Yes. So um, really, it was a result of me doing stand-up myself that I saw the lack of diversity on lineups, which is still the case today mm. in part. But I um, I was disappointed by that. And I, I just thought, I want to ha- um, create a platform where women fill all the spots and, and not just an add-on. Um, yeah. so that was my main sort of, um, goal really. And, um, and that's what I've carried on doing. 
do you think that um, you get a better response with uh, an all-female or an all sort of, let's say, non-straight white male lineup that you than you do with like a, a, a mixed bill? Is it all? Do you feel like the response is more focused on the comedy itself than the than the diversity and the bill? Um, I think for me, it's showing that there are. Um, you know, comedians out there um, who are women um, who bring diversity. And yeah. because I've spoke to comedian um, promoters before, sorry, who said yeah. they can't find, um, you know, co- women comedians. They um, say that women aren't funny. They, you know, will right. just use the same women. Um, and so I think it's just showing that, you know, women are funny, um, that this is a different kind of comedy night um and that you can still have a really good time you know and yeah. and you might you'll get different perspectives on life as you do when you bring anybody onto the stage who has got different experiences and a different different life yeah. experiences so do you feel i mean you said that you got really good response from the audience do you feel like feedback broadly across the spectrum like on uh media etc has been uh supportive or critical um i would say supportive mm-hmm. um it's been mainly i think um like i've stopped sort of if i see a night that's i don't feel you know if it's just all, all men on a lineup I, I just now concentrate on doing what i'm doing mm-hmm. and i get from the comedians themselves like when I did the 21 Soho gig there were comedians there that I've known for the whole you know four years and I had them on my night and they were just so grateful to me they just said thank you so much for providing the opportunities because it's not easy getting on a a lineup you know you you don't just get on a lineup do you 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 have to um, promote yourself you have someone has to give you a chance um, if you've got no experience um so, yeah, so I think that, yeah, that I've had enough um, feed, good feedback um, from um, the audience and from um, comedians to, to carry on. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, 21 Soho there. So that was a gig um, earlier this year. That is your first London outing? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was. Um, so that was the 30th of April this year. Yeah. Because um, I, I thought it would just be good to spread my wings and um, yeah. and, and did a bit of networking and, and then was put in touch with 21 Soho. And um, yeah, and it, it came off and it was just fantastic. You were there. And uh, yep. yeah, I it was a really, really good um comedy night and it, it felt and and the audience were great they were really yeah. engaged you know yeah so no, it, was, it, it was brilliant yeah it's a great night did that foray into the big city from Leicester slightly smaller city did it feel like a daunting challenge because what firstly you had to break onto the stage in Leicester and now you're having to break onto the stage in London was that the same challenge or was it was it different how did that feel um it definitely felt different um just because, well, just there was a buzz um, that, uh, that it, it, London, you know, being a capital city, um, 
there's so much going on in London and culturally, um, yeah. which there is in Leicester, but it's just yeah. on a different scale in London. And um, so, but I think I chose particularly, um, specifically, all acts that were London-based. So mm. they, and some of them had performed there before. So that mm. that was helpful. And um, it was all very well organised. So it actually didn't, it felt, felt good. Yeah. And you've got more London dates lined up as well, haven't you, after that one? Yes, I've got one in September, 17th of September at 21 Soho, and then I've got two at um, two North Down in October yeah. and November. Terrific. So let me ask you then about uh, your earlier experiences, because you said that you did a stand-up course, and you were, obviously you did stand-up comedy to start with. Why, why comedy from the outset? Why, would, why did you get into comedy as a, as a possible path? You know that phrase sort of happenstance that you make you just make a, a choice you know um i saw it advertised at um this comedy course and i was at the point in my life i'd i'd had to leave a job and it, it was just a um i mean i've always been interested in in comedy and um theater so mm. and i think for me initially it was good to to develop my confidence I suppose like it can be for a lot of yeah. people that you standing in front of people and, and speaking um yeah. is one thing but then trying to make them laugh is is a, another and so it was a challenge but yeah. um so and it was good um in terms of it was cathartic it was um but um it ultimately I felt my talents lay elsewhere so Okay, but you knew still that um, even though you might not take the stand-up path, you knew that you wanted to be part of the comedy industry and become, so you took the promoting path. Yes, yes. I thought um, that for me, because it's just me doing it, and like I said, because I'm a single mum, my nights are um, monthly and they're yeah. not more than, they can't be more than that. So, um, so it's, um, it fits in, you know, with my... Uh, circumstances and um but still enables me to meet people to to develop my night um to make contacts yeah um so yeah so when you're putting a bill together do you what do you have in mind what are you looking for when you're you're deciding what acts to put on the bill do you have a a, a format for how you choose a bill um i think in the the early days um it was it was more because I was completely new to the world of comedy, so and didn't know yeah. um, and the comedians that were out there, or had never asked before. So it was a case of um, uh, people coming forward via, you know, um, social media, and mm -hmm. also them recommending other comedians to me. Um, yeah. So it was more of a a kind of. If you're interested, I'll have you on. Um, yeah. And but with sometimes people send clips um, mm -hmm. initially, and I've learned that you know I always do that now. But sometimes people just came and performed, and mm. I think with a comedy night, you it's good to have just a huge variety, and yeah. and to have people at different stages. So um, so I. Think think that basically it's a case of um, now 
depending on what night it is as well. If it's, um, it, for example, the night in London, I wanted comedians who were experienced because this was my first night and I wanted to, yeah. go out, you know, go out with a bang type thing. So, <laughs> so it just depends really. Um, yeah. On on the night, um, and also, yeah, I I think. Particularly at the moment, I'm trying to make new forays into different venues. So it's about yeah. being um, sure that the comedians are going to deliver, as it were, because you you know you're confident in them. But it's still my night's still a night where, I mean, new comedians to me perform. That you know, mm -hmm. or um, people rec you know like recommend, and so it, yeah. it's it's networking, it's it's um, providing opportunities, it's but it's for me now. I think it is. I'm more I'm more careful about um, you know who performs, and that there is sort of a quality control. Yeah. There now. Have you found um, any anything uh, unexpected? Going in, you know, going into this as a as a new uh, a new path for you from from 2018 to now. Have you found anything unexpected? So, like uh, something that went particularly a lot easier than you thought it would be, or unexpected obstacles? Um, I think um, because my my night is like a pop up night, so I don't have one mm. venue that I'm attached to. Yeah. So it can be um, well. There's so many variables, really. So mm. you. You could you think like I had one night at a venue where the venue had been involved in a festival and I thought it would was a good venue but it turned out not to be very good for lots of different reasons and okay. then an altercation broke out on the night and you oh. know that was probably one of the worst gigs I've had oh, but yeah. other other times I can be really surprised that like recently I was at um, the Laughter Loft in Elston in Leicester and it was yep. just so well run. It, it it was brilliant you know it was yeah. so well looked after mm -hmm. it, it, yeah. everything was straightforward and it was um you know it was um very just very reassuring and very um just it sort of because it went like clockwork it sort yeah. of everything that happened did happen sort of thing. I mean, there were variables among the acts and you always have to be a, a flexible in terms of um, um, yeah. acts having to catch a train home or, um, I don't know, acts overrunning or acts turning up late or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you've got to be um, flexible, people cancelling on the night, on the day of your performance yeah. or... I mean, for the London gig, no one cancelled. Nothing mm. <laughs> sort of went um, yeah. amiss, you know. So, but you just have to be prepared, I think, as much as you can, or or just try and um, problem solve, basically. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so, speaking of problem solving, obviously, we've had comedy closed down completely for a, a time period of late. So, how did that affect your? mindset going into well I've just started this and I need to continue it what, what were you what did you think about that well I I did go online for yeah um most of when we, when we were in lockdown so I had mm -hmm. monthly gigs and they were small gigs online but we had regular um attendees and yep. I managed to 
um, and it became like for me because nobody was going out so it was like a a really good way of uh, having yeah. a good night but uh, online yeah. you know and um, so um, yeah and I managed to get comedians on my night who I couldn't afford then to um, have them on my live shows right but so that was a, a plus um, yeah. in terms of um, yeah being being more affordable but mm. I think um it was just a, a good night you know it was a good atmosphere it brought people together from all over the you know the lands nationally yeah. and internationally yeah so I think it just sort of ticked along and um in a good way you know it um it yeah. was uh a, a good thing to do to keep going you mentioned there about um people internationally and internationally do you feel that um going online gave you to some extent an advantage of broadening awareness and the, the audience yes because for the first Leicester Comedy um festival under lockdown I had a really good um a lot of interest should I say yeah and then also through that I teamed up with a comedy night in California and we've done a couple yep. of shows together and they were brilliant yeah. And again, more contacts there. Possibly some of them are going to come over to this country and perform mm. um, at the next Leicester Comedy Festival. So um, it's been good, you know, in terms of making, just carry on making contacts at, yeah. um, like you say, um, broadening um, awareness. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, so it, it was really positive. Yeah. And you mentioned the Leicester Comedy Festival there. Um, obviously, uh, Tickle Pink is essentially based in Leicester, but you're yes. a big part of the festival because um, last year you were also nominated as Best Promoter. Is that right? Yes, that's right. In 2021, yes. Yeah. How did that um, make you feel to sort of say, say well, we're, look, we, know, we know who you are, we know what you're doing, a little, a little bit of uh, piece of recognition? What did that make you think? Yes. Yeah, I think it was, um, again, very positive because, um, you know, I am, I, at that point, I've been going for three years. Mm -hmm. And um, in Leicester, there are very established promoters. And I'm, um, like I say, it's just me. Um, mm. And you've got to start small and grow. <laughs> and um, so it was, it was really good to get some recognition, basically. Yeah. And, you, and to, you, to acknowledge, you know, what I was doing. So. Yeah. Do you feel that helped you in any way coming into, into this year? Do you think that that's sort of saying, well, I've, I've got something on my CV. People now know who I am. People are recognising what I can do. So, you know, get on board. Do you think that helped? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I think um, when you're marketing yourself to other uh, venues, I mean, on the back of... Um, that and then also the London gig I've got other gigs you know and um in Leicester at um the Y theatre which is a lot you know um, Leicester's oldest theatre mm -hmm. I believe um you know I've got uh, I'm getting sort of larger capacity venues yeah. so um it's, it's definitely helped it it sort of had that sort of um yeah it, it just Put me on the map a, a bit and um i i have some sort of uh, some contact with funny women in london who've got a great yep. sort of enterprise going there 
So they, um, I told that, you know, I was just telling people and, and it was just, and I think um, among venues and among comedians, mm-hmm. they, they were supportive, you know, they, they were really pleased for me. Good. You mentioned funny women there. Um, now they uh, hold contests, competitions. Is that something that uh, you think Tickle Pink will be looking into? I think so. Yes. Um, I think f- Funny Women is based largely in the so in Lo- around London and perhaps mm-hmm. the south, um, yeah. east southwest. Um, so I think it, it's definitely a possibility. There's lots of scope for for de- development, you know. And um, yeah, I think at the moment I'm largely planning shows, like say more in bigger venues um, yeah. rather than because I'm, I started out in sort of in uh, bars and pubs. So now I'm actually going into venues that um, are made for, um, yeah. for, for comedy and theatre um, mm-hmm. as it were, Do you know, something more bespoke, I suppose. Yeah. So, um, so that's what I'm doing at the moment, but there's different, I mean, um, I've been featured in a, a couple of magazine articles recently in Leicester, been I've just mm-hmm. been on BBC Radio Leicester again. Um, so it's, um, yeah, sort of going forward, it would definitely be something that I would want to look into. Yeah. Have you learned any lessons? Have you uh, made mistakes or anything that you sort of go, ah, I know not to do this again, or I know that this is maybe this is the right thing to do. This is a thing I need to do every time. What, What big learning have you taken so far? Well, one big learning point is about paying the the acts, you know. Um, <laughs> in terms, well, it, I'd say I've always tried to do that, but not been able to do it very much or at all initially. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think it's that is a big factor, you know, in terms of if I'm getting um, acts that require um significant payment or i have i I negotiate with their agents about Mm -hmm. the fact that i'm a small promoter so i can't afford 500 pounds for one act um i've had good response to that you know so these these comedians want to perform on my night and are willing to do so for 100 pounds (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um so i think it's about not being afraid to say rather than um, sort of accepting um, um, a, a particular piece of, I don't know, information or whatever, you can, it, I can challenge that. I can um, mm. negotiate. Um, but I, I think it's about communication really as well. It, it's about, um, in terms of, liaising with your the acts you know exactly giving them the information they need mm-hmm. um which sounds like common sense but having a dialogue in a facebook group about the, the event that's coming up um uh but i think also being persistent because i i feel that um a lot of what's happened to me like next up comedy filmed my my show at um the laughter loft and that yep. was through a lot of email communication 
about um like i tried to see if they would film any of my shows during the Leicester comedy festival this year but they couldn't but sh- mm-hmm. i should get in touch but these are busy people so you have to keep sort of saying don't you know don't forget about me can we talk about this you know so it's kind of yeah, yeah. and and also i think as well as sort of being in the freelance world is that payment from your night if you haven't got control over it in terms of perhaps where the ticket money comes from mm-hmm. you're beholden to, to a night um to a, a company to to pay you and then i've got comedians saying when are we going to be paid so it, it's yeah that's not easy and it's about again um having open communication with the venue and yeah so it's just learning really um a lot yeah. about um dealing with different different venues different comedians um being realistic like i'm trying to negotiate a night where i go um down the southwest um around bristol area mm-hmm. and um they're very keen to have me but there's a lot of negotiation that needs to happen for me to go there you know in terms of yeah they're going to pay my travel costs there they're going to put me up um at night i need mm-hmm. local comedians i you know london comedians are going to cost them too much to come you know and and, yeah. and again because it's my it'll be my first time there it's a bit um yeah it's it's really sort of um fine-tuning the detail do you know I mean? not assuming anything yeah um so yeah. or being able to say no as well you know sometimes when people because i they've asked me oh can you do this venue that venue the other venue well yeah. I, I haven't got enough capacity to do that at the moment you know yeah so let's just start off with this one venue and yeah yeah so it's kind of like the will for me the will is there but then it's actually like well actually can i actually you know yeah. um carry this through and um it's sort of starting small and in western supermare they've got pride 23 um 2023 and there's mm-hmm. they're going to have a big festival there and do i want to be part of it you know so these are all good ideas yeah. But um, it, it's just about how they actually work out in practical terms. Yeah. So I wanted to ask, um, when you're putting on an all-female lineup, does that have challenges in itself that you might not have in a, a mixed bill? Does it have challenge, inherent challenges that, you know, that I wouldn't be aware of? No. No? No, I would say just in dealing with people, you can, you can have challenges in terms of... Um, their demands, their or their needs, their you know meeting those. But no, I haven't found any anything specific. <laughs> yeah, specific challenges. No. Right. So there's no excuse there, basically. <laughs> no, no. It, it, it and and uh, there are many you know comedians out there, comedians um, who want to come on my night, and I've mm. found supply is not a problem. So. So, so far, um, have you, is there a, like a, a defining moment where you've sort of been, when you've been working on putting your bills together or performing um, or presenting your shows that um, you've, that sort of become uh, like cathartic? That sort of, that, yes, this is, this is definitely this moment right now. This is what it's all about. This is why I'm doing this. Have you had a moment like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, definitely it was the 21 Soho gig. I think right. particularly post lockdown. Um it, it just 
like I stayed with some my old friend school friend in in London and just the trip there we were getting the banner tickle pink banner out and taking pictures outside of the Blackfriar pub and um <laughs> then it was St Paul's and then it was outside the theatre you know it was it was yeah. really good fun and just again because there were um comedians there who I'd known for some time so they were just so pleased that it had gone well and it was just it really was that sort of perfect sort of coming together of yeah. the acts were there. We're all there um, when we should be. Everybody, it <laughs> just worked like clockwork, you know, and the, yeah. the, the acts loved it. They got um, really good response from the audience, as I've said previously. The, the venue mm -hmm. were brilliant. Yeah. Um, so it, it was just a combination of um, sort of coming out of Leicester trying yeah. London and it going really well so yeah. now that you're part of the industry if you will do you still go out and watch live comedy is that still an entertainment for you or is it a, like a part of a work life now oh no no I love going to see um live comedy I'm going to see Alison Spittle in Leicester because uh, the big difference for anyone else they've got a lot of um work in practice um work yep. in progress shows sorry um and I'll probably go and see Katie Pritchard as well mm -hmm. um no I love going to see um live comedy and I w watch it as well on the telly um yeah. so I no I definitely it's a, a pleasure you know for me I mean when I was younger I, I was lucky enough to go and see Victoria Wood at, at the De Montfort Hall and wow. you know it was just and 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 then um throughout the earlier days of Tickle Pink um I've mm. Like I made a point of in it would have been 2019 going to see particular comedians that I wanted to see. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, I think it's definitely something that I enjoy as well. I mean, up, up my nights, I enjoyed just sitting back and and watching the comedians. You know, it's great entertainment. Yeah. Do you still um, get on board? Do you MC? Do you do your do your turn on the stage with the comedians or are you decide, determined that you are just promoter? Well, I think through necessity initially, I just I was the MC, and mm -hmm. um, and also realizing that that is a very skilled uh, job. So um, now, I tend to get someone to MC, but if mm -hmm. needs be, I will do it, or at, I might introduce the night. Um, yeah. But I generally um, have found that that I've done so much to get us to that point. It's nice. Yeah for somebody else to do their thing. Um, would you recommend comedy promotion as a path for other type people to take part in? Um, I would because um, I have got a lot of pleasure out of it. It mm. is, it's hard work, it, but you get to meet some great people and, you know, I've got a lot out of it. So I think if you yeah. enjoy comedy, if you like um, getting out and about, you like meeting new people, you like mm -hmm. liaising with different venues, you know, um, just expanding your horizons, basically. I think it's really good for that. If I could ask a couple of sort of more on a more serious level, uh, do you think, because it's a female night specifically, do you feel like, how do you, how would you summarise the female experience as being part of the comedy scene as, as far as you are familiar with it? For performers, do you mean? Or Yes, yeah. And for yourself. Um, well, 
I would say, uh, like from what I've read sort of online recently and heard from other comedians, that it's it's mm. not easy to get on a a bill, mm -hmm. a lineup, um, as a woman. Mm. But I think it's being taken seriously as well that for me, I, I think um, and, um, I, I think perhaps this isn't just, I, I think just trying to break into an mm. industry um, and dealing with people that have been there for a long time, that is not easy. Um, yeah. you're just sort of just knocking on the door and people I, I think with lots of industries you've got clickiness you've got cliques you've got mm. sort of the boys club you know you've got yeah it, it's not easy to um, work within that and yeah. I think um, so I do sort of find myself on the outside because I'm small and I uh, not <laughs> me personally small but you know a small um promoter yeah. um i think it's it's recognizing that but yeah. it's also not allowing that to stop me doing things i've yeah. had plenty of doubts so i think oh this is perhaps not for me i'm not having very much success but actually who defines what success is you know in terms of mm. uh, and i think that I, I just, you know, I'm keeping going and trying to move forward. Yeah. And where I find, where I found um, difficulties of perhaps not being, um, not being accepted or not sort of being allowed to fully participate in, mm. in the local scene, then I, I've just tried to look elsewhere, I suppose. And you mentioned that who defines what success is. How do you define success for yourself? Um, I think for me, it's about putting on a, a, a good night. You know, I've, I've, I'm sort mm. of on a bit of a roll at the moment because after 21 Soho mm. had the night in um, Aylston mm -hmm. um, in Leicester, which went really well as well. Yeah. So I, I think that it's, yeah, it, it's kind of like, it's just when things come together and, but sometimes mm. it can be, getting good feedback from people you know at the end of a night mm -hmm. or it can be you know I've got some uh, more um venues booked later this year that's yeah. good um so for, yeah for me as an events promoter that's what success yeah. is would you say that um, perceptions or attitudes towards women in comedy have changed since you started in 2018 or is it uh, uh, have the ranks closed how do you feel attitudes are, are changing if at all um i think the lineups are more diverse although i have seen people say that perhaps since comedy's opened up again it's not become as diverse or mm. or it's flipped back i i think it just depends you know where you are in the country and you know like i said in london it, it people are very accepting there but i've not yeah. always had that you know so mm. Um, or, I, I, yeah, I, I, I do think there's this thing, like someone, uh, a promoter said to me, um, not that long ago, that he felt that I was alienating half of the population. 
Um, <laughs> so um, basically, what are you doing? You know, yeah. and it's kind of like, well, we've all got to find our sort of niche, haven't we? We've all got to find, not that being, yeah. you know, a woman is niche, but we've all got to find what we enjoy. And I think it's just, for me, it's just showing that with a, still with a diverse line, you, you can have have a great night you know you can yeah laugh and have fun and it you know and it's just yeah. been as as good and and it just not always but perhaps more progressive comedy more interesting more just different perspectives mm. not the same um sort of um sort of misogynistic comedy yeah but just just more more varied, more varied, just more interesting, you know, more. Yeah. That's what I like about it. So what are you seeing now that is more interesting? What's more exciting? What's what's coming? What's ahead? What can we look forward to? Um, well, I'm working with um, a comedian called uh, Sonia Keita Doubleday or Chicky Keita by her name. Yeah. And um, she's put a um, show together, which she's bringing to Leicester, which mm -hmm. is um, character led lots of costume changes um yep. surreal just very very clever very entertaining mm -hmm. um then i've got um samantha day she is taking her show to edinburgh called careering and that's yes. about her time at 30 years as an accountant and an alcoholic and um so yeah and um there's uh, hannah sylvester she is from birmingham and she's performing on my night a lot she mm -hmm. is very talented, but sort of operating under the, you know, she's not been on telly or anything, but she's yeah. definitely, she's very talented. She's, mm -hmm. um, she performs songs. She's just, you know, just very, very um, at ease, commands the stage, you know. So yeah. I think these people are a joy to watch, but um, they're not sort of well-known um, sort of um, nationally, but they are very good. Yeah. And they, yeah they they are touring and they are so they're trying to build up their you know um performance time and just hone their art really so yeah where can we find out then about your forthcoming shows where can we get in touch with you well there's various places um i do have a website which tells you a little bit about my comedy night and that's ticklepinkcomedy.co.uk but mm -hmm. mainly i have a facebook group called tickle pink comedy night yeah. And I'm on Instagram, Tickle Pink Comedy Night. And yeah. so it's, all the details are on there. Well, terrific. Well, I mean, you've been fantastic guests. You've answered all my questions and more. Is there anything that you want to talk about that I haven't raised, I haven't mentioned? Is there anything you want to put out there? Well, I think you've covered everything, Mark. I think you've been <laughs> a, a great interviewer. And well, you, you've that. asked me a lot of really good questions. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. Then it only remains for me to ask you, Judith Critchley, can you please sum up comedy in a nutshell? Just having a good belly laugh is what I'd say. I like that. Well, thank you for being a guest on the show. I've really enjoyed our time together and thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you. See you soon. <laughs>